0: Lauren, can you hear us? Yes. <laughs> That's better, thank you. Okay, turns out we you can't do... You are quite faint, is it?
1: I'll try to you up. Uh, um... That's okay, I'll just listen very intently. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: will speak very clearly, which we will do anyway because we're on the radio. <laughs> Um, so I was just trying to start with a little intro about Show My Shorts and what you were doing in it. So you directed, wrote and produced Motel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a pretty good effort.
1: Well, yeah, I guess, um, you know, you, it's yeah, you have to make an effort, you have to put it all out there and um I mean, I had a a small team that, you know, you can't ever do it on your own, but, um, yeah, (laughs) I was driven to do it, I guess.
0: (laughs) Cool. So the main the um, little write-up I got from the website, which is probably better than the write-up I'd give in my own words, a lonely rural motelier befriends one of her guests for one night, the lives of someone who can't move and another who can't stop intersect. Can you tell us a little bit about what happens in your film?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I was going to recite the same... Um, oh, uh, damn. <laughs> it, the, yeah, Jeremy Short written because I thought it, it said it very eloquently. Um, it is a really simple story. I guess um, it is about two people meeting, and uh, the things that interest me right now in writing is about... Us as humans and how we can sort of live life and be in, and be in pause a little bit and we can, um, you know, sort of have some loss, but how we keep going. And I guess this is an intimate story about two people that maybe have that guard, but when they meet, they may they drop that guard for one night. Um, but yeah, it's, you have to see it to know that it's it's sort of just for one night. So. <laughs>
0: Um, I really enjoyed the film, and I thought it gave a really nice atmosphere, also that um, in under fifteen minutes, I think, there were these two very um well-rounded and quite believable characters I should not quite believable, very believable <laughs> characters. Um, so how do you develop such a well-rounded character in such a small amount of time?
1: Um, well, goodness, I guess getting into this, I sort of thought one goal to try and achieve is to, you know, work on getting a signature or what your tone and style could be. And, um, I'm just so stoked that a lot of people watch, uh, watch the content and then say, oh, I felt like this was a slice of a a bigger world. And, um, maybe in the back of my head, that's always there. So I sort of know what's happened before and I know it's going to continue And um, But to me, what's wonderful about short... Like, I'm actually a fan of short stories as Mm. well, and so I think it's also about you just need to know this night about what they experience. But it could actually be a part of a a bigger story for sure. So maybe I just sort of develop the characters that far that if I had to, I could tell you what happened before and I could tell you what continues.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so for those who haven't seen it... Um, it's this quite cool seeming young, well, I would call her a young woman or at least compared to the man who comes into it, Mm. um, young woman who runs this motel that's just on the middle of it, you know, the stop along a really busy highway and she seems pretty stuck there and I'm not going to ask about like the ending and what the ending meant, But, can you give us any insight on you know how do you get stuck in a motel like that? <laughs>
1: um, well, I guess I sort of I'm influenced a little bit about uh you know what's happened in life and in other stories I've read. but um I was lucky to sort of have a connection to that motel, so I'd experience some time there myself. and I think well, where maybe is the motel
0: that, Sorry, where is the motel?
1: Oh, it's in Huntley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right,
1: really styly place but yeah so I think um I sort of was informed quite a bit by the environment and I think you know when we first got there it was like oh no this road how are we going to manage it but the road became quite a prominent character and it's mm. quite um you know there's a theme there almost that you know how she's stuck but everyone on that road sort of keeps going and um I don't know, yeah, it sort of interests me to have everything maybe be quite uh beautiful and picturesque. I wanted it to sort of feel like a still painting and the only things that would move would be the people. And um although the content might be somber or you know, I wanted it to still look beautiful and um yeah, I guess that place I just sort of thought this will look really good on screen. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did I ask a question? Should I talk more about the (laughs) Sheena Irvine is the um, actress that um, breathed life into this role, and she was phenomenal. And um, you know, if you get the trust from your actors, and the other um, the man is Greg Smith. You know, less is more so often, and just let the camera come to them. So it was really about yeah finding this nuanced performance for all of them, and and they have fantastic chemistry together as well. So. Yeah, I guess sort of about lives where not much happens, but when you engage with this person, it's it's sort of these quiet moments I wanted to, you know, mm. often they sort of say make the stakes high, but, you know, those just those stakes of just sort of, you know, maybe taking a chance on a stranger is, um, I think, really beautiful to watch on screen as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, back to the um, comment you made about how the highway, you know, it ended up being very beautiful. Um mm. That seems to happen a lot in things you watch these days. You take, you know, places like a highway motel or, um, you know, kind of suburbia, and it's shot so beautifully that people watching it are kind of like, oh, I want to go there. <laughs> and then you go there and you just see it through your eyes, and it's um, <laughs> maybe loses a bit of that magic.
1: Yes, absolutely. Have you ever visited Hollywood before? You know, in um, Los Angeles, like that seems to feel like it's amazing and on screen, and then when you get there, you're like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah, I, I mean, I, I got really lucky because I had an amazing DOP called Jason Anthony Crane, who. And um, as
0: we've learnt in previous um, B Side Story shows, DOP is director of photography. Oh, d- photography. Yes. Learning. Yeah, and
1: what. <laughs> made me want to collaborate with him was him saying he was a still photographer. So I sort of knew, and he was also an artist. So um, it was amazing how he took, you know, the style and the mood I wanted to capture and really just solidified it. And um, because we had such a tight team, um, Craig McIntosh was the sound and he was also the editor. And that's it it's all we had on set was just the five of us. Wow. Um, Yeah, <laughs> which is sort of unheard of and I wouldn't recommend. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you've got an intimate group like that, that is just so, you know, good at working together. Um, mm. I mean, we're, we're all lucky that we've been on set, I think, quite a bit. And I've acted before, so I've been privy to be on these great sets when I book a role and you witness how it really should be run, so... When you come to it, there's nothing amateur about it. We all did our best to, you know, just try and be competitive with the best out there Mm. and come up with a great product.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and did being all on one site did that help you out?
1: Well, yes, that's what. So, because this is my debut film, that was quite conscious on my part. I wanted to, you know, begin with a story that was simple, and it was probably one location and was two talent. And, um, I know you often say fifteen minutes to people, and they think, "Oh, that's long, but um I think when the music comes into it, which is always a thing I wanted to do, which is Francis hunt, mm. the you know one stop shop, he creates it and uh, writes it and performs it himself um, and it was created that for the movie speeds it up quite a bit, and so a lot of people comment on how you know hopefully you it's an immersive experience, and you sort of fall into it and then I stop the film before you can, you know, <laughs> get to know more. I guess because it's a short.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's so. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's. Um. You can only do so much in that time. Um. So you yes. said it was your first film that you have directed.
1: Yes. Yeah. So I, I've been writing for quite a bit.
0: Um. I have and congratula- teacher, Sorry. Congratulations on. Um, Winning, So you got Best Screenplay as part of Show Me Shorts Film Festival?
1: Yeah, and honestly, I was just over the moon already that it was actually getting to be part of Show Me Shorts. I I tried beating the odds. I've definitely submitted it to a few festivals, even internationally I thought might appeal at first, but I was blown away when, you know, locally they were just so inviting and um, we don't have many festivals here, so it's very, very... Very special to be part of, um, you know, them taking a chance on a new filmmaker like that when there were so many other well-executed films by, you know, top pros in this industry. Mm. Um, yeah, so that actually kind of blew me away. I was already amazed to just go that far, but then when the nominations came out, I was really quite blown away that it was so well received. I, I'm still kind yeah. of blown away.
0: <laughs> oh no, congratulations! It was. It was the standout, I thought, from the um from the opening night in Wellington last week. Oh
1: <laughs> Well, wow, thank you. I mean
0: um, I, I
1: think I, I am very again, I was mindful of I want to tell stories about people that have lived a little bit, um and lost, I guess, and but you know, keep going and I think we've got a lot of content for young people, which is great. But I wanted to, you know, have some narrative come out of some other parts of life you know we all keep growing and learning and um
0: making mistakes
1: really well received because of that I think yeah a lot of adults came to me and and sort of were just they felt it was refreshing for them to get to see stories about characters like that
0: Mm. um and so what other are you inspired by other films or directors or apart from the personal stories what kind of um has influenced you in this film
1: yeah, well, yeah, completely. I mean, I think I think it's really key to have role models for yourself. Um, you know, people that inspire and you aspire to um, sort of mirror or definitely embrace your influences. Um, and so, each film I sort of have maybe another, you know, different influence again um, because my style might be visual and cinematic, but I would love to maybe keep shifting the genre. And so with this film in particular, it is a drama, but um, there's a bit of a Hitchcock in there. Um, yep. There's a spine scene specifically that, you know, I'm um, sort of, um, it's not a direct link, but, you know, there's some inspiration there. And then there's definitely kind of a David Lynch
0: mm-hmm. sort of
1: feel where it's, um, but it's not quite surreal, like as far as he goes, but, you know, with the music and the
0: mm-hmm.
1: moodiness of it all. So, yeah, I've love
0: those influences. <laughs> yeah. Um now we had our previous guest in the studio tonight, um Nikita Bryant. She said when I said who was coming up next, she said, "Did she win something in the 40 hour in the 48 hour film festival?" <laughs> just now.
1: I know it's it's a little bit outrageous and amazing. Um yeah, so me and uh Greg Smith, who's the star of Motel, he also produces and Jason Anthony Crane, who is the DOP again, we entered the film festival and um Greg and his partner AJ, they have a you know, production company called Cool Story Bro Film. And so we entered and um Greg brought this amazing star called Caden Panera, who's a you know, young, up and coming, talented man and um yeah a 48 is brutal you just don't know what you're going to do <laughs> mm-hmm. and very last minute we went for a story that uh, an idea that jason came up with that i ended up writing about 3am and um yeah you just you have to play to your strengths in that competition and you give it your best shot and there was an amazing selection in the finals it was um yeah i had no idea what way it could go but um yeah i guess the results are just oh it's it's very mind blowing and it's it's really reinforcing to continue making films so again, these two festivals i think we've only got three you know new Zealand international Film Festival as well so to be part of those two this year is just such an honor
0: and next year the international one or Ah. need another year? Exactly.
1: Yes, yes, no, I'm in development with, um, yeah, a project with the commission because that would, the New Zealand Film Commission, because that is also a goal. So, um, yeah, no, definitely hope to just keep growing and um, I think just keep having more narratives come out of uh, New Zealand would be amazing, especially mm. if it gets to be seen globally.
0: Yeah. Now, I don't know if you saw the collection of, um, of the finals that were screened, for example, in Wellington last week. Did you get a chance to check them out?
1: Would it have been the same lineup as the Auckland?
0: I imagine so. Yes. <laughs> so you're based yeah. up in Auckland, um, because there was some really seeing those some real themes on um, of New Zealand film and New Zealand kind of preoccupations came out to me. Did you kind of um, have a similar experience there? Um,
1: what? Sorry. What do you mean?
0: Well, when I saw You know, all of those films together In a row, so everything That I saw that night was from New Zealand Apart from the one Belgian film Oh yes, yes, yes And um, You know, there were some real themes Of loneliness And um, uh, Sons with kind of um, Not very together Dads and you know there were just some kind of things that I think oh is this is this the New Zealand experience, or is this just kind of a random um selection of this this lot of films tonight
1: um well gosh i guess i I sort of felt watching it. I was really quite taken with the variety you know um there was one about a woman that was sort of holding on to her child passing um by I think Mike Preble and um his partner and um you know, it was that things was of very comedy cool. at first, and yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. I thought it, it came maybe yeah, maybe there's some grief things, I guess you could say. But I actually felt felt it was just more that you know, if you keep your story simple, it's just so engaging. You don't sometimes need all the explosions. Although the one that won mm-hmm. was fantastic again, you know, with the cardboard fire and cardboard city. Um, yeah. So, I don't know, personally, I thought there was a really interesting variety.
0: Mm. Um,
1: but, yeah, I think maybe simple is key sometimes, especially mm. for a short.
0: And I think that was something that all of the um, all of the finalists, or no, winners by then, um, they did really well, kind of focus on the simple. Yeah. Which links back or to the... Or just even,
1: like you're saying, like it doesn't have to be grand or it doesn't have to be glamorised or, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's quite nice to showcase these lives and still make them beautiful. You know, we don't have to have um, people that have it all up there. You know, there's a variety to tell out there. So, yeah. (laughs)
0: Mm. Um, And the film, the Show Me Shorts Film Festival, if we could just talk about the whole festival for a little bit, it is going Mm. all over the country and um, even down to Antarctica, Oh wow! I didn't actually know that. That's amazing. <laughs> yep, um, it's like 20, going to twenty-five locations as well. Heaps of them up in Northland. Um, you know, we've got Kaitaia, Whangarei, Dargaville, Coal Cole? <laughs> Colville. I don't. I can't even read my writing there. And then you know, down New Plymouth, Pahiatua, Martinborough. Then in the South Island. Um, Blenheim, Wanaka, and down to Stewart Island. And these films are getting shown even on Scott Base in Antarctica, or at least one of the screenings is. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so um, it's the festival seems to be getting pretty big. It's been going for 12 years, I think.
1: That's amazing again, yes.
0: Yeah. And um, that's kind of, from what I understand, that's the channel that films have to go through to... Short films to to get to the Oscars, if we are yes, going to send films, they Academy Accreditors. right? And so, um, so what? How, how does that work? The film that wins Best Film goes and joins the list there, kind of thing. Uh,
1: yes, yes. I, I, again, I'm not probably the person to really answer this question. <laughs> well, I'm grilling you. Yes. When this film, they go into uh, a select groups that, um, yeah, the Academy ends up previewing. And I think then it is selected again. So, but it's always, I mean, organisations like Show Me Shorts are just incredible because filmmakers, you know, do so much hard work on the creative that it's actually, it's very key that these people help create events and help get them seen. And, you know, hopefully we provide the content, but they provide the access to audience and, um, it's just, it's the exact boost that you need, you know, to um, even strengthen the industry and help foster and, you know, new talent and new voices coming out. And so it's, yeah, it's invaluable, really.
0: It is. Well, yeah, yeah it seemed to be a really good kind of pulling together of all, lots of different things. Um,
1: yeah. And I think the interesting thing is, um, you know, people keep wanting to try and talk about what people are interested in watching and you know, I think bottom line people need to agree they don't know. And so what's kind of amazing about these sh- short films is, you know, if you go and you don't like one, you get on to the next, and it's just such a fun variety. I mean, if you didn't have anything to do on a Tuesday or Friday night, this is actually a really... And like you're saying, it's all around New Zealand. Mm. It's quite a interesting way to spend your evening. So, um, yeah, I think it's... Um, even if I wasn't participating, I think it's a really special thing that they try and get out
0: there for New Zealanders to watch. Yeah. Now, before um, we wrap up for the day, I think I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, to um, pick a song to play us out for. If you oh. can, you know, you can pick a favourite song or one that has, um, you know, is connected to your film or films or, um, you know. Sorry to spring that know. on you. But, um <laughs>
1: I don't, no, can I just pick
0: a genre? Like, what if it's something bluesy or something? Would you, oh, would yeah, you? we can have something bluesy. Yep, we'll work okay, on that. Brilliant. <laughs> but before, so before we finish up, then, um, oh, we're looking at Robert Johnson. Nice. <laughs> um, nice. Um, if people want to see Motel and they can't make it to see it, it in the festival, how can they see it? Is it going to be on Lightbox? Well,
1: at this stage, yeah, you're right. I mean, if you want to see it, definitely get to the festival because that is the only way to um, have a public viewing. Um, It's something I probably talk with the festival directors at this point of where it gets shown beyond that. Um, So it might be some time before it is easily accessed, but... um, yeah, get out and uh, see these short films as soon as you can. And, and the best way is probably to check out the website
0: because mm. that will
1: have all the information that you need.
0: <laughs> yep, cool. Um, which is probably something like, oh, yeah, www.showmeshorts.co.nz. Um, but in the meantime, that 48 one will definitely be up online, won't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, I think just, again, go to the 48 website, 48 hours say, New Zealand, because I know that kind of festival happens around the world. Mm. And um, because it won the Grand National Final, it should be hopefully on the main page. And um, it's only five minutes. It's even shorter again. So hopefully if anyone has that kind of time, um, check it out. That would be amazing.
0: Yeah. Cool. Thanks so much for um, joining us on the phone to talk today. It's so cool. I mean, it's great to hear about your work and, you know, all these accolades you're getting. Um, oh. And I encourage everyone to go and have a listen um, if they uh, have a listen, have a watch if they can.
1: Yes, and thank you for reaching out and um, inviting me to have a chat.
0: Anytime. <laughs> thank you. Kia, ora.
1: Kia ora, bye. I work mm. for me. Mm.